Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku to You, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of April 26, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me, we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hello, everyone. Yay. Yay! We're back! We're back. We didn't die. <laughs> yeah, the, the week I've had is, is actually a good thing. But besides that, how have, how have we been? Just in general. Lucky to be here. <laughs> For me personally. Mm. Like, it's just been a rough week. And I know Luna's, if not the same, worse. It's been a very, very busy, crazy, I'm glad it's over week. Yay. It's the weekend! <laughs> Yay! Oh, what、Hooray. weekend? That's true. Actually, yeah, you, 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 you work. Because I won't have a weekend. If you, and Ken knows what I'm talking about.、Mm. So. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll message you later. But yes, it、cool. won't be much of a weekend. Let's just say that.、Uh, I, I do have some really cool weekend plans. So I am excited for the weekend. And I need two day vacation. I have、uh, Golden Week coming up, so. Yeah, you're going to be like ultra busy. Yeah, no, we, we had a claim come in yesterday, and that's. People are stupid, I swear. Japan doesn't know what they're doing sometimes. They book a, <laughs> book a, they, they book, they book a tour that says without transfer, and then the hotel is like 15 minutes away by walking, 15, 20 minutes away, and the passengers are like three 60 year old people. And then they're like, oh, I actually wanted it to be with transfer, but that's a different code entirely with a different price point in mind. So I'm just like, the hell, Japan? Why don't you get your, your, your code straight? Even I recognize this. And you guys have the master code right in front of you. Oh, my、But、Lord. There's going to be a lot of stupid things like that for the next week and a half, especially because if there is any problems, Japan is closed. Their sales office is closed. They're just not going to be running. So, Yikes. Did like, you have、I、a good if, this past week, though? I know you're talking about the upcoming week, but how was your past week? That's all right. I just, I'm, I'm there. <laughs> I, I, I handle everything one day at a time, and I'm able to do everything I can. Like, there is a couple misses that I've did this past week that might have cost the company money. Oh, no. It's, it's not too bad. I have to do.、Uh, Uh, one day Shima is pretty soon, and that's the neighbor island flights. And if I miss those up, that's a costly $350 per person mistake. Oh. Yikes. Yeah. And I told you that one time where there was a lady that mistaked the year because New, York, New Year's came, and they ended up missing like 20 people. <laughs> oh, Lord. Now, is the new emperor in Japan, is that going to affect your job at all? It's going to affect my job in some slight. That's, well, I'm not working in Japan, so it's not going to affect like, the emperor's coming down, but I have to. The, the general manager for the job is actually going to come down to each department and just pretty much say, That's pretty much it. But besides that, nothing too drastic. We're just going to have a bunch of Reiwa signs all over the place now. Uh, instead of Heisei? Well, it's not like we hung the Heisei stuff there, but it's more like just, hey, don't forget, new, new year, new generation, new me. Kind of 
stupid uh, things like that. Now, I know, like, the Japanese calendar, I know, like, sometimes, like, they'll denote the year by, like, the reign of the emperor. So, once the current reigning emperor steps down and the new one takes his place and it becomes Rewa, like, mm. when does that start? Does it start in it starts, it that starts day? It like, that day. So, anyone born after May 1st is going to be R1 compared to H30, which is this year's for Heisei. Or H, yeah, H30. So anyone before that was born before May 1st is still considered Heisei by the smallest margin. But As hard to keep up with. Yeah, but you know what's, what's messed up is um, people that are going to be born in the 18th year of Rewa, if it continues that long, will be denoted of R18. And R18 is pretty much the slang word of rated M for mature. Oh. Specifically for, not say for work magazines and DVDs. Yes. So people are like, anyone born in the 18th of Rewa is going to be R18, 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 R18. It's going to so, be a dirty year that year. Yeah, it's going to be a dirty year that year. And we're not going to, hopefully the, no one's going to have babies during that year. But now <laughs> the, the new emperor, he's not that old, isn't he? Yeah, but the generations could change beforehand oh. because there, there are generations where it's only like five, six, eight years. And they change it. Showa was the longest at like sixty something years, but oh, yeah, I know Showa was a long. It's hard to believe Heisei's been thirty. I thought Heisei was longer, but no, thirty years. No, no. Thirty years, and this is Ongakuryu with your Japanese. History. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it, it doesn't affect anything that we do, but it's it, nice it, to know. It doesn't affect everything that we do, except that every single song being released on May 1st is going to have the word Rewa in it. Oh. Yeah. Ugh, I there's, didn't even think of that. There's three songs that I can think of at the top of my head that I just didn't have the time to make the articles for, but the Rewa is going to be used. There's a Golden Bomber song called Rewa. There is a classical Inca singer song that's also called Rewa. Granted, one is using the kanji, one is using the hiragana. But, you know, going to karaoke, I'm just going to be like, oh, I want to choose the song Reiwa. I don't know which version <laughs> I'm going to get, but you're going to get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, let's continue on to what we've been listening to. Let's start with you, Luna, this week. Um, So I haven't listened to as much lately. Mainly Kodakumi's Driving Hits 9 Remix Collection. And it is pretty awesome, I will say that. Um, Disc 2. Disc 2 is the best disc so far. I haven't gotten to Disc 3 because Disc 2 is so good. I'm trying to think what else I've actually been listening to. Mainly Kodakumi. And I was also listening to Kakeda again with Escape, uh, their mini album, which is fantastic. And a lot of She is Summer. Because she is Summer, who we'll talk about later, is super freaking catchy. Thank you, Ken. Another uh, artist I need to buy now. 
another more money for my pocketbook. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, our slogan should be making you broke with Japanese music every day. Yeah, it really should. And also Love Bites. I kind of got into that, which we'll talk about later. Um, but, you know, mainly Kodokumi, that's really... And some kind of Nishino again. But that's all I have time for this week, unfortunately. So what about you, Ken? What have you checked out? What have I checked out? That that is a that's a question. <laughs> uh, my usual, my usual uh, juicy playlist there. Uh, Review Starlight Relive the the mobile game just came out in the West, so I've been playing a lot of Review Starlight songs recently. So is that what you've been what... tweeting about all week? Yeah, so when we get to number 10, you'll know why I'm going to be very, very defensive <laughs> when we get to it. <laughs> Spoiler alert there. Um, i also been listening to the Avengers soundtrack because I watched Endgame, and I'm going to play Four Truths, One Lie, and you'll get to guess which the truth is and which is the lie. <laughs> but all kidding aside, uh, besides that couple things, I've been listening to Tendre again. His uh, album came up on my playlist, and I was like, "Oh, I should listen to more of his, his older work. His his album document is really, really good. I would highly recommend it. And it's available on Apple Music, so you can check it out if you want to. I think it's on available on um, Spotify also for people who also only have Spotify. But besides that, that's pretty much it on my end. What about you, Gray? Let's see, me, I've been mostly listening to LOL, as per usual. I did start listening to Asian Kung Fu Generation's Best of album that they released last year. I only got to hear a couple of tracks this morning, but I really liked what I heard of it so far. I'm going to go back and finish that. And I listened to one artist I'm not going to talk about yet, because she's on the Oricon, so we'll get to her later. But I really, really like the song that she had on there. And I didn't know it at the time she was on the place number three when I, I kind of happened upon her. But she does have like two extra albums on Apple Music. So I not her first album, but her second album. I grabbed that and listened to it. And it's really, really good, too. So we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Other than that... I can't think of anything much that stands out too much. I listen to like a little bit of Stereo Pony, Scandal. I'm trying to mix it up because I'm stuck in a truck all day with another individual. And I'm like, well, he can't hear, he, he'll get tired of hearing all the pop. So I've been trying to mix it up with some rock and stuff. So I've been, I've been trying to throw in some of that. That's why I was listening to Asian Kung Fu Generation this morning. But it was, it was really, really good. I was so glad to dive back into them and I just didn't get a chance to, listen to more of their music because I, I just had an awful day. But um, like I said, I will I do plan on finishing that because Asian Kung Fu Generation is totes dope and I, I love them. So, well, you know, stay tuned for next week when I finish it. <laughs> but that's been pretty much it. You didn't want to you, you listen to the hardcore gangster rap music? That that Tendra does. <laughs> Ooh, I might be interested in that because I sometimes I get into that with Chan Mina. Actually, that's who else I listen to because I watched her live DVD that was on I'm a Pop, and I love my my hardcore hip hop. Sometimes I need to check out Tendra now. 
Yeah, go do it with Tendre and then mix it up with syrup in the meantime also. Mm. I, I I wouldn't mind checking out Tendre. I, I need some more rap in my life. Yeah, his um his mixture of R&B is really interesting. <laughs> but yeah, besides that, sounds like we had a, a good week overall musically. I think so. Yeah. Best part of my but week. Let's move on to the news. <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the release news here. And first off is Aiko. So she just finished her 20th year anniversary for the music industry this past year. And she announced that with that, that she'll be having a brand new single collection called Aiko no Uta that will be released on June 5th. It will include everything from her debut single Ashta to through her 38th single Straw. And it'll include pretty much all the A sides on it on a three disc set. So that's pretty beefy already. But not only that, it'll include a fourth disc, which she dubs her best of B side tracks. And it's it's interesting because out of her major career, just to pick like ten songs for a B side track is so interesting regardless. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm kind of interested to see what the B-side track is going to be. But not only will it have a CD-only standard edition, it will have a CD plus DVD limited edition, which the latter will have a special studio live. You know, this isn't her first time doing a single collection. She already had, like, best ofs, but this is the first time that all of her singles are combined into one master collection, so to speak. So I'm looking forward to it. You can check out pretty much everything for the pre-orders on our site. And you can check out the music video for her song Straw also on our site. I highly recommend it. I love Ico, and I might pick this up because I would love to have all her singles in one collection. She has such a gorgeous voice. Alright, and it actually goes straight into me. So Taeyoon will be... Showing us something new. She will be... Taeyoon is a vocalist from the group Girls' Generation. And she was also their lead member. And she... I love her. She, Her and Jessica were my two favorite members of the group, to be honest. So she announced something pretty big as she's been trying to start her career in Japan with her digital single Stay last year. Well, she announced she's doing a debut Japanese mini-album entitled Voice... And she had released a Korean album last year, if I'm correct, because I own it. And I feel like this is kind of, you know, playing on that a little bit. But I'm excited about this. This will come with six tracks. And I feel like she's bringing a little bit of Korea to Japan with the mini albums, because mini albums are really big in Korea versus Mm. studio albums. So I do like that aspect, but it also kills me in the price. So this will come (laughs) in three editions. This is where they're going to get you. Uh, ty- uh, type A Limited Live Edition, which will contain her Taeyoon Japan Showcase Tour 2018 with a 12-page lyric book. And the Type B Limited Edition will contain a DVD featuring the music videos and making a voice, along with a special photo book. And then Type C is the CD only. I want both I want limited the, editions. I want the damn photo book. <laughs> yep. I want the so- concert. It's funny because Taeyong was probably one of my top three. She was number three because I've always loved 
Su Young, and I've always loved uh, Fanny. So Taeyeon was it was slightly there at number three. I've I've loved her for a, quite of a long time. So I'm happy that you know, even though Girls' Generation is kind of at a standstill I mean, at this yeah. moment, it's it's good that she's continuing with her career. I'm happy too, and she's done very well, and I think this will do very well in Japan. To be honest, I'm I'm actually excited to see how it does in the Oricon, as we've seen Korea dominating the Oricon in the last year. So I'm curious how this will rank and how her popularity still is over there. Plus, looking at the track listing and watching a lot of the, there is a Korean version of Voice and I Found You, and Horizon and Signal. And Signal is really, really good. So is voice. And I'm excited to see hear the Japanese versions of these. So it'll be very, very exciting. And the covers look great. I love the covers. <laughs> I have the next article. Uh, Man with a Mission, who's one of my favorite bands, has announced that they are dropping a brand new single titled Remember Me on June 5th. The bassist of the group, who goes by the name Kamikaze Boy, is the one who actually wrote the song, and it's going to be used for a medical drama called Radiation House, which sounds interesting, I guess. It's an interesting name for a show, at least, which is already airing on uh, Fuji TV, so if you have that, you can watch it now. Also, remember me, it's going to have a total of four tracks, and the second track on the single is also being used in the commercials for the Square Enix game Left Alive. So I don't know if that was intentional or happy accident, but there no, has the same name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It has the exact same name. So uh, that's cool. It is getting two editions. There will be a CD only edition and there will be a CD and DVD edition. And also they're doing a tour for 2019 called the Remember Me Tour, which will run from October 27th to December 3rd. So it's at the end of the year. And if you want to pre-order Remember Me, you can do so on the site. And we do have the track listing uh, for the full single, not just the first two tracks. If you're curious, if you've never heard Man With A Mission, you can check out their last single, Winding Road, on the site as well. I That's a really, really good song last year. And I'm excited for this. I, I love Man with a Mission, so I, I can't wait to hear more from him. Yeah, I'm actually quite excited too. I just picked up their their Complete Works six six. I believe it's that Blu-ray and DVD album that we did a while back. Yeah, and, and I'm I'm very excited for this, regardless. I am as well. I really like their last album. Was it Chasing the Horizon? Yeah. I really enjoyed that, so I'm looking forward to this one too. This new single, I, I they're such a fun group, and I want them to come to the states live so bad. They've gone to Europe, just come to the states. I will see you. That that would be I I would I would move a mountain to see them. Well, I'm getting ready to move a mountain to see Radio, so I, I will move a mountain to see them too. Golly, alone. <laughs> Continuing on up, it is uh, Yonesu Kenshi who just announced that she, he will be doing the major theme song for the upcoming anime animated movie kaiju no kodomo and the song title for that that movie is going to be umi no yurei umi no yurei which is going to be his first 
solo animated song that that it will be used for a theme song. The first being um, Uchiage Hanabi, which was a pair pairing with Dalco, which pretty much Dalco kind of took the reins of because she even released her own solo version of the song. So I don't know if Yuneza Kenshi actually has any reins over that song. I think he just composed it, not so much sung it. <laughs> Even though he has some singing chops with it. but Oh yeah, he's got a great voice. Yeah. For those who don't know, Kaiju no Kurama is based off the manga of the same name and is going to be released on June 7th. And it's going to be done by famed anime studio... Studio Four Degrees C. I don't know how to pronounce that. I'm, they, they've they've done um what anime has Studio has Four Degrees done? Celsius. Yeah, how, what other anime have they done? I know they're fairly prominent in the yeah they are. But I don't world. I don't know off the top of my head. But yeah, what's interesting about this though is he's not going to be composing the lyrics for the most part. Well, he's not going to be doing it alone. He actually will have the original author for the manga writing with him the new lyrics for this song. So he, they're oh, actually cool. quite happy to work with each other because Kenshi was a fan of the manga. And, you know, the author... I'm trying to look for his name. Hold on. <laughs> the, the author, Daisuke Igarashi, will... He's like happy to hear Kenji's voice because he wants to make something that will take f- full control of his his vocal range, and I I think that will be very interesting to see. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I'm excited for hearing this just because I love Yunezi Kenji. Yeah, he's got great pipes. We're not sure when the actual single for the song is going to come out, but. It'll probably come out around the same time as the movie, so... That would be my guess. Yeah. So look forward to that, and when that news does drop, we'll be one of the first to talk about it. All right, moving on. We're going to talk about uh, a different anime, not necessarily a movie, but a TV series. So Kaori Ishihara is a fairly prominent voice actress, and she dabbles a little bit, in music and she will actually be one who is doing the main theme for the upcoming fantasy anime series Mausama Retry and the name of the song is called Tempest it'll have two editions uh DVD will be with the limited edition and just the standard will only have the CD and the anime Mausama Retry doesn't air till July and um, the release date for this single hasn't been pinned down quite yet. You can go ahead and pre-order it, but no, it's uh, it will be released oh, on July 17th. 17th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, I misread it. The, yeah, the single will be released July 17th and the anime is scheduled to air in July, but they haven't been down or, air date for the anime so that's my bad i got the things flip-flopped and if you're interested in pre-ordering you can do so on the site and if you're interested in her work uh you can check out her latest single ray rule which is also on the site 
Yeah, it's it's interesting because she used to be a part of this like Seiyu duo group with uh, Ogura Yui also, who's also a famed Seiyu in her own right. But it's it's interesting to see her branch out, just doing a lot more work by herself. It's interesting to see what she's gonna come with this with Tempest. I'm I'm fairly excited. I don't watch any other anime for Mao Sama retry, but it that sounds interesting nonetheless. <laughs> I might check it out. I, I don't know. I get I get picky with my anime, so I'm not picky, I'll check it out. <laughs> I'll watch anything. I'll give anything a try, and that's very true. How about Ikitosen? I love Ikitosen. <laughs> I actually own every season, and that's one of my top ones because every couple years I go back and rewatch it. I also like Queen's Blade. I, oh, baby! I, I only have one season of Ikitosen. Yeah, I love them. The first season's the best, but mm. I, that shows I will watch anything. And if if anyone knows of Stigma of Quasar, yeah, I own that one too. I'm not going to say the premise because it's very inappropriate. But you very, should watch Review. You should watch Review Starlight. I should check that out. I haven't seen that. It's interesting because it turns out being like a stage show battle royale thing. So Ooh, that sounds fun. That, that actually does sound interesting. Yeah, so. <laughs> and like, it's like, oh yeah, it's going to play the typical uh, school day drama, but no, we're just going to randomly put a battle royale theme in it. I love when they give you a twist like that because I have yeah. it, I'm a sucker for some of the school stuff. Yeah, like we... When I was first watching it with Renford, we were like, oh, you know, we know about the stage show because the stage show came out first before the anime. And we we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch the stage show. And I don't know nothing of the anime. And I was like, oh, it's like typical stuff. And they're practicing to become the stage show thing. And then like like five minutes left into the show, they're like, yeah, we're going to twist this. And we're going to turn this into like a battle royale situation. <laughs> mm. So That's definitely up my alley. But yeah. Believe right. you have the next. Yes, going on to the next one. So, this is a group I have actually heard a lot about. I know a lot of people are fans of them. This is my first time really, really diving into them. But it, it is Love Bites, and they are rocking us with a live Blu-ray and CD. So pretty much a dual announcement. And Love Bites, if you do not know, they're a Japanese, I would say, power metal band, or you can just say Japanese metal band. And they are an all-female metal band, which is pretty sweet. And just hearing the openings of their songs with the instruments, these girls know how to rock. And they're just fantastic. I, I have, like, fallen in love with them. So it is con- the four members are Haruna, which is the drummer, and Mio, the bassist. And it started out with those two as they were former members of a metal band called Dust, Ro- Dust Rose. They later recruited Midori, the guitarist, Miyako, the supporting guitarist and keyboardist, and Asami, the vocalist. Asami has some super powerful vocals. And the other, like, they combine and they are fantastic. I highly recommend watching some of their videos. We have Rising on their site. And their new Blu-ray is entitled Daughters of the Dawn, live in Tokyo 2019. And it features the concert that was held at Mainavi Blitz Asakusa on January 27th. And will feature a sizzling 17 tracks on Blu-ray. Or you can get the DVD if you're not that high tech yet. 
And the cool thing is they're also going to include audio commentary and bonus footage of the members showcasing their instruments used in a tour. So, and the CD that they're releasing will also contain the same tracks from the tour, and you can buy that separately. I really like that they're doing the live CD with the Blu-ray, because some people really like the live CDs, and I'm a big fan of them. But a lot of them are fan club only, so I love that Love Bites is giving you a chance to buy both. Yeah, I'm actually quite interested in seeing their commentary for this thing, Their for their their blu-ray it was it i believe i'm i'm quite interested to see that i actually am too just because you don't see many people do a commentary for their live tours for for live specifically yes that that's so it's an interesting concept i like doing behind the scenes stuff like that like with like audio commentaries for like movies and stuff like that. Yep. So it's interesting that they're doing it for like a concert, saying like, "Oh yeah, this is where I messed up, and I was supposed to put the put the pedal here, but I accidentally did the slider by mistake." <laughs> yep, and that, that's what I'm I'm very very interested in. I that really intrigues me. There's only one other artist I know who does audio commentaries for all her tours, and that's Mizuki Nana. Ooh. Yeah. So seeing Love Bites do this, I think this is a great deal on here. And you can check out the, you can pre-order the, the, your copy on CD Japan. The track listing has not been released yet, but I'm very excited for when it does come out. And you can check out their latest video, Rising, on our website as well. I highly recommend them, and I got really into them and started checking out a lot of their videos on YouTube. That's one of my new my new interest this week so but yeah lastly with this piece of news on the release side anyway is that upcoming music production team usagi productions announced that they will be teaming up with a bunch of virtual youtubers or vtubers as they're fanatically called for this new album called virtual real point zero zero and i'll release on june 23rd eight VTubers will participate in the album, such as Azaki and Sumaina and Wani no Yuka, just to name a few. The whole album will be comprised of their original tracks and will be composed by Usagi Productions' amazing music producers and DJs. They'll be releasing with eight tracks total, one for each artist, give or take, and will be having a digital release that will release a month earlier than planned on May 22nd. However, if you guys are going to wait for the physical CD release, you'll be rewarded with three additional bonus tracks. And if you guys only just want to purchase for the song of your favorite YouTuber, you can make that choice yourself with 250 yen per song. So, I mean, they're giving a lot of variety for that, Mm -hmm. which I really do like. I do too. Yeah, it sounds really cool. After the release of this of the album, Usagi Production will also be having a DJ live event uh, release party on June 23rd and June 26th at the very popular music chain Staya in Ibisubashi in Osaka and Shibuya in Tokyo, respectively. I think that's really... I'm excited about that release party. I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Not all the V YouTubers are going to be there, but I think like a very good majority of them are going to actually make it out, especially with the DJs. And I think this thing called a VJ, this is the first time I ever heard of what a VJ is. They're called like visual jackies instead of like dish jackies. So I think it's like 
when you're like tripping high or something like that and you're just hey. looking to the light show. <laughs> That'll be interesting. J- Japan doesn't believe in that, but... <laughs> no, they don't. That's why I'm like, a video a video jockey is going to be interesting. So I guess it'll make you feel like you're tripping, even though you're really not. I mean, but... just watch Pawn, 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 Pawn for that thing. Yeah. <laughs> My fiancé was watching that the other day. I heard the music, and I'm like, are you watching what I think you're watching? So, but I'm excited about this. I like that they give you a variety to choose from, and you also get those three bonus tracks. That's a pretty cool exclusive. Yeah, so... It's in- it's interesting because you know we're we're starting to branch out a little bit more with these v- YouTuber things. It's still fairly u- new within the, like the last two years or so. But to, to have so many now, it's quite interesting. And I mean, it's like the same thing with like Vocaloid, yeah. So mm-hmm. it's it's quite interesting to say the least. And you know, I'm more interested and seeing what Wani no Yuka's song is because he's just an anthropomorphic crocodile. I think it'll be very interesting. <laughs> I, I think they'll all be very interesting, but I, I'm excited for this. I, I'm going to check it out. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, very excited. But yeah, moving on to a, a little bit of actual news. Not the release news, so to say, but actual news news here. So like music videos and stuff like that. So first off is Pop and Party. They'll be having a a versus live with Silent Siren. We kind of already commented about that. It's called No Girls No Cry. However, they'll be having an actual song called No Girls No Cry. And both Pop and Party on Ben Bang Dreams official YouTube channel and Silent Siren on their official YouTube channel dropped a preview of each song. And it's interesting because they're doing the idol thing like really really hard. Of each version is gonna have each band doing the song and they're all going to be sold separately and this is how they're going to make their freaking money back i'm so mad about this i'm i'm not surprised that's a great way to sucker all of us bands in yeah 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 so if you guys don't know they'll be having a two-day competition live taking place on may 18th and 19th at the famous metlife dome i'm so mad that i'm not going i really like pop and party also that's why then again Renford really liked Silent Siren. He was, like, going ham when he found out about the Silent Siren music video. <laughs> so, I mean, the music video that they did drop, a bit short, shows what we have to expect for the full song. And, you know, it's funny is, this is the first time that Poppin' Party is actually in their real-life form and not the anime version. So, I'm actually really excited for them to kind of branch out and not do the anime stuff, kind of like how Love Live does it. Mm-hmm. So it'd be good to actually show the actual seiyus doing the work that they put forth, yeah? Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think that'll be... Actually, I'm excited about seeing that because I like what Love Live really did. Yeah. So it's it's interesting nonetheless, but, you know... It'll be used as the main song for the the like the live competition, so I'm pretty sure they're gonna help out or like do a main version. So mm-hmm. who knows when the actual single is gonna come out? It'll probably come out right around the live, so that people can buy it right away. Continuing on, it is Star Mary. They are a five metal a uh, five member idol group, and it's kind of interesting. Because they announced two things. First, that they'll be having a brand new live tour in Japan called Fantasy Circus. 
Dego Makubake Bito no Ongakukai in the famous Hula Call on August 11th in Tokyo. However, they also announced that they'll be making two anime conventions in the U.S. And this is going to be their first time being in the U.S. The first being in Anime Weekend Atlanta in Atlanta, Georgia from October 31st to November 30th, uh, November 3rd. And Kumodikan in Portland, Oregon from November 15th to the 17th. You can check out more about those cons on our site. Oh, go ahead, Luna. I actually know about both those, and especially Komori Con is really big. My friend goes, I think, almost every year. I heard it's rocking, and I wish if I could go because I really liked Starmie's song. I'm like, oh my god, this is re- they're actually really, really good. So if you live near those conventions, go. I highly recommend it. Yeah, they're they're interesting because they're dubbed as like a fantasy, like dark fantasy themed idol group. And that's kind of relevant with their clothing and stuff like that. I've kind of watched several videos of them now. It's it's interesting because they're not the typical idol group. And that's what I like. I like it when they're not doing the cutesy pappy stuff. Same. That's why I was drawn to them too, because I like their outfits and they had really good voices. They they intrigued me a lot. But yeah, like I said, if you want more information on the cons, you can actually go on our website and look at the links for the cons themselves. So, very, very mega popular heavy metal idol unit, Baby Metal, will be holding their first live arena tour at the Forum in the U.S. So, those of you who don't know, the Forum is really similar to... I why can't I it's in New York and it's where they had WrestleMania one year and it ended really badly. Madison Square Garden. So the forum is in California and it it's pretty much like Madison Square Garden. And they're gonna be holding their first live arena tour there, which is a big deal because this is a place that huge artists go and for a Japanese metal idol group to go and hold an arena tour there is huge. So this will be on October 11th, and this will actually be their first arena tour in the United States and second arena tour overall, as their first one was at Wembley Arena in the United Kingdom in 2016. Pre-sale tickets go on sale on the 23rd of April, which they're already on sale. You better get your tickets, people. And they're on, actually, their general tickets go on sale August, April 26th, so... You really better get your tickets because by the time this is out, they're already on sale. (laughs) So there will also be a special limited goods given to participants at the show, which has to relate to people who go see them in Japan and here. There will be more to come on how you can get those. And then on top of this arena tour they announced, they also said they will be releasing a new album in 2019. But the official title tracks and date are to be determined, so it'll be a big surprise. And they also announced that they will be releasing a new song entitled Elevator Girl on May 10th. And there's no single for it yet, so it'll be definitely released digitally. So keep a lookout for that on iTunes and everywhere you get your music. And you can check out the promotional poster for it below. And I will say this, I think tickets are going to sell for this really fast. You can get them on Ticketmaster. But Baby Metal is known to sell out shows. 
And they draw a huge crowd from all over the place. So I can see them coming close to selling out or selling out the forum. They have a huge following in the U.S. and Japan. So I, if I could go to California, I would like to see them. I'm hoping they come back toward me again. Years ago, they were in Kansas City, but I was unable to make it up there at the time due to work and other things going on. So I hope they come back around to at least this area, and I'd love to see them live. They know how to rock. As I was saying, I'm looking at Ticketmaster prices right now, and they only have some limited seating and official platinum member seatings with general admissions being only standing room only. So, yeah, I ain't going to stand for that. <laughs> no. This is a big thing for Baby Metal. I mean, they, they've been on the rise for like the past four to five years now, since ever mm -hmm. since when we came back from Japan. Yep. So I'm very excited for them. And I'm kind of jealous because so the company where I worked at, the California branch lucked out so hard because those special goods for both the, the Japanese and the American tour one is run through my California branch of my office. And I'm so jealous because they're probably going to handle so much business. Not only that, but handle so many things with baby metal, probably get a lot of stuff from it. So I was reading a little bit about that. I'm not going to say the company, but I'm, I'm like, those people are so lucky. They get, they'll yeah. get to work with them and distribute those goods, and it's very I'm pretty exciting. I'm pretty sure the California branch of my company is going to be working very, very hard, and we'll be actually get a lot of extra stuff. I'm pretty sure they'll be getting free tickets, too, so I'm kind of quite jealous. Because my company, they handled the Layark and Seal World Tour concert. Oh, wow. And we had a bunch of Layark and Seal stuff, and my GM in my department has a sign poster by Layark and Seal. So because of the involvement of our tours with them. I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. I saw it hanging in my GM's office and I was like, Oh, why do you have that? <laughs> but yeah. I'm I'm quite excited. This is a big thing for baby metal regardless. Mm. Oh I agree. I'm very excited for them. But yeah. Let's move on to Music Corner, and this is the first time I'm actually going to be able to talk about my art artist here, so I'm quite excited. And she is, she is Summer. She is a solo act of comprising of just Miko. Uh, Miko, who used to be in the idol group Fitonics back in 2012, but she got her start as She is Summer back in 2016. And she conceptualized this project, stating that, you know, while being photonics was fun, she really wanted to make her mark in the music industry. And she can only see th that this solo project here is going to be her only way to make her mark, so to speak, one step at a time. And it's interesting for her because she doesn't do a lot of the compositions for the tracks herself, but her vocal range is so so good and cons constantly differs from the tracks before which shows that you know she ain't no one trick pony so to speak and you know she has a higher pitched voice not as high as like mocha from like narcotaki but it 
it could deter some people or some listeners about that. But the versatile and styles and genres that she goes along with her voice is so amazing. And just how her fusion with and her work with all these comp, um, composers to utilize her voice to the best way possible is, is simply amazing. Her songs like, you know... Dei kara skiao made ano kanji and aini ikinakcha and call me in your summer. You know, it shows the fact that, you know, she could be doing like a really high pitch pop, bubbly pop song and a more mellow R&B ballad song the next. And I love that. I love that. Love that. Oh, so much. And, you know, she just started like in 2016, like I just stated, but she already has two EPs in her under her belt, a, a major album called Water and a mini album called Hair Salon back in August of last year, which I love. I, I actually bought that when I was in Japan. And while this is her third year, she's actually worked up with a bunch of several up and coming artists like Music Corner's own Syrup and Indie Corner Tendre, just to name a few. You know, she. We also previously announced that she'll have a new EP called Miracle Food, which you can pre-order on our site. You can check out her, her official site and her Twitter and the music video for Kimi no Pika no Meide Mitara on our site below. So uh, you made me a fan and I, I want she, she deserves my money. so i spent the last couple days actually listening to her and she's brightened up my morning because that was the she was the first thing i woke up when i listened to this morning and i was kind of having a little bit of a long rough day and i wanted to be over so i turned her on it actually made the rest of my day go way faster because her music is i think it's her vocals mixed with her style of music that makes me feel really peaceful because she's this really sweet voice and it's not too high but it's just that right tempo that fits with the style of music she does and i will say i actually have a couple favorite songs by her and i my favorite so far is tobikiri no ocha uh i love that one i can't say the kanji though because there's too many kanjis (laughs) <laughs> so and i also liked aini ikunakcha that was really really good and i love the one on our site as well and that's pretty much been my week kimio picasso no mede mitera i mean her voice is just beautiful her style of music is just that it's not like it's like chill but it's not i i don't know how to describe it It'll brighten your day, though. And Miko has that. I think she has a lot of range with it, too. And she showcases that in all her different songs and videos because she has such a interesting, you know, style in each one. I feel like each video is different. And Water Slider was also a favorite of mine, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. I really, really like that one. I listened to that a couple times along with the others. but And Call Me In Your Summer was good, but... There's so many of hers that I'm like, I, I can't decide which is my favorite. And I kept listening to several over and over because I love the melody and the beat and her vocals. Yeah, I will say like the very first song I listened to was Call Me In Your Summer. And it was really weird because like the music started and it like the music, it, 
in this particular song because she has um uh the the style changes a little bit depending on the song but the music in this particular song reminded me a lot of syrup so i was expecting like a a deep sultry voice kind of like shina ringo and um her voice is a little higher pitched than shina ringo so i i was a little taken aback at first and i was like this is it was really weird because i was like it's this just wasn't what i was expecting and but I, I did like the song, and then I checked out the one song, the the first song that Luna rattled off. I'm not even going to try to say it. Tobiki. Tobiki. That, that's all we need to say. Um, Tobiki, and that's where, like, I really just fell in love with her. Like, I loved that song. The song was so good. And she is absolutely adorable in that music video. I, I, I don't care. I love I love the scene where she throws the ice cream cone at the dude. It's the best. Like I I love that music video. Like that was great. And that that was when I really started to like her and I checked out more of her songs and like she's really really good across the board and she's definitely worth checking out. What's well, funny is so Call Me In Her Summer is composed by Tendre. So if you really like this style of music, Tendra, is really, really good for you, man. Well, I tend to listen to more upbeat music, and that was more mellow. So I, I, I'm I, one of those people where like I appreciate chill music, but I don't listen to it myself. So it, it's always like that that juxtaposition. Probably because like, I don't get a whole lot of sleep in my day-to-day life, so I, I kind of depend on high-energy songs to get me through the day. And you don't get you don't get that with like slow mellow music. So I I never wind up listening to it, but I do like it, and I really like the the music that "Call Me in Your Summer" was set to. It was really really good. I just like when her voice started. It just wasn't quite what I was expecting because <laughs> you, you would expect like that that nice sultry jazz almost jazz. That's why I said Shana Ringo, just like that jazz club style voice, and she does not have that. But she's got a good voice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to knock the woman's vocal talent. She's amazing, but it's just not quite what I was expecting. So that it, mm. it was it was really cool. If you like high energy songs, like I, I would honestly recommend "De Made no Ano Kanji" because that is a really high energy song. <laughs> yes, it is, and I cannot say that kanji very well. But that that one kind of got me through the day at work because it was high energy. But I also really like Call Me In Your Summer because I love the mellowness to the the beat. And her voice is adorable. Like, I have a thing for the cuter voices with good ranges. And that's how I would describe her. She's a cute voice, but a really, really good range. And it's not too high-pitched either. It's that perfect tone. Yeah, it's, it's probably my favorite song by her. And, you know, her being in an office setting, that... that kind of helps me trudge on my office setting myself <laughs> yeah i kind of looked over at that and i'm like oh that's me well kind of not really but i, I was I trying I not to watch the video I... <laughs> I had to push it aside while it's working but i was really curious because i really liked the song and you know when i work if i like something i have to see what it is and i started watching the video i'm like oh crap i can't watch the video <laughs> Shouldn't mostly be. because you'll be uh throwing papers in the air also <laughs> yeah i've done that before they just drop on the floor and they fall off the desk and i'll accidentally knock them off i will say this video reminded me of what one of our 
one of my coworkers did one day. We were joking about how we were done with Friday. She took all her papers and everything on her desk and threw them in the trash. <laughs> I'm not kidding. She just picked them up and just, you know, just started sliding them off her desk. And she's like, oopsie, I'm done for today. And then she had to dig them all out. Because <laughs> she's like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. I, that reminded me of that in a way. And I'm like, oh my God, I wish if I had this song and put it at the background at that time. It would fit perfectly. <laughs> Yeah, she's, she is one of the artists that I've been, when I found out about this, that I, I've wanted to write about for the longest, longest time. But because she's in that middle of not really indie, but not really in a major label also, it 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 gives me a chance to talk about her much it more. It makes it hard, now. yeah. So. And she deserves that love. She has a lot of talent, and I want to go buy her releases now. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to Miracle Food now a lot more, mostly because uh, Syrup is going to be composing one of the songs, and I really like what he does when he actually composes. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Syrup when he actually sings, but his compositions and his composing is so much, so, so good. And you got me thinking about pre-ordering it. You're, you're the one you always get me into these indie bands like Ned Cry Talk, you got me into them and I bought their first album you got me into Kakeda I bought one yeah. of their mini albums and now I want to buy the rest now I'm into Shia Summer so <laughs> take yeah, my what's, money what's, it's funny because not only is Syrup is going to be doing the original version he's actually going to do a remix version also on the album I think it's on the limited edition so but yeah I, I, I love Shia Summer and I can't wait to see more honestly me too but yeah, continuing on, let's go to the Orca now. And this week it's uh, interesting, <laughs> say the least. It, it is interesting. Not as idle heavy. I don't know about that. <laughs> only... You got people that are related to idle groups. <laughs> there's, a, there's only four on here. Okay, so first off, it's number 10 by the Starlight Review Gang. And the song is Haku Hyaku Iro Bimen. And I'm actually so, so excited about this because this is how they get you. They do five different releases with each Seiyu doing the release. Or like yep. each group of Seiyus yep. doing the releases. And each girls are t- are paired off. So this is how they... This is how they freaking do it. <laughs> so they get you to have all the money. So like, like I would want only two of the versions, which is the Claudette one and the uh, Banana Girl one. But that's because those two are my favorite Seiyus, actually. So, I I mean I I I've already said that I already liked it, but I'm more interested to see what you guys are gonna say and watch your words carefully. <laughs> <laughs> So I actually, I actually really like this one as well. I had trouble finding it, but I did get to hear excerpts from the single. I enjoyed it a lot, and I want to hear the full actual song because unfortunately I could not find it on YouTube. Don't know why, but I enjoyed it a lot. Like it was, it was really cute and fun, and I don't know. I I am a sucker it's, for this. It's it's Some interesting because this is like as we kind of talked about review starlight is like a stage show so this is like the female version of token rabudanchi without them being all samurai stuff because they also like do weaponry and stuff like that while they're doing the stage shows so 
It's interesting to say the least. And I'm a sucker for Seiyus, which is probably what got me. Honestly, me, I don't know. Maybe I need to go back and listen to it, but I just it didn't hit much on me. I just wasn't crazy about it. Not that yeah, it, I mean, like I said, we we were down on these kind of songs before, but because I've saw the second coming, the Christ, and uh, my eyes have been <laughs> opened, and I've been converted. Nah. You had the come to Jesus moment. Good. Yeah, the come to Jesus, <laughs> so to speak. But yeah, like it's it's interesting because I I look at it at the aspect of you know they're doing these stage shows with the weapons too, <laughs> and they're performing these songs. No, so I would now if I watched the stage show and heard the song, I would probably have a radically different opinion of said song. But I only heard like a like a a, a like a minute snippet, and a half yeah, snippet. Yeah, yeah. It's like what the fragment that I heard. I'm like, well, it's okay. I mean, there's no. It's not a bad song per se. It just it doesn't stand out. It doesn't do anything unique to me. So it just Mm-mm. didn't resonate with me. Like I said, if you could sometimes like, that's the only problem I have with like snippets is you don't you don't get the full song. So it's you you don't get a full opinion of the song either. So, but I'd be willing to re-listen to it. But yeah. This week, it sold a lovely 10,679 cap fees, or points there. And going on up, it's the song that will never, ever die, Eunice nope. Kenshi's Lemon. <laughs> yep. Song of the and decade. Song of the decade, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it won't die. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we said all we needed to say here. <laughs> Song's over a year and, old. Yep. It sold a lovely 10,805 points this time. Once again, it is The Emphatic Supermoon by Hiromi Tosaka. Are you still convinced that he's a werewolf, by the way? Yes. I have not seen anything in the past week that has not convinced me otherwise. Dude's secretly a werewolf. I still love this song. <laughs> Great song. The Emerald Song is, Don't get is me amazing. Wrong, but the dude's the a werewolf. Song, blue, sa- blue. And he's very pretty. Yeah, he's very pretty in the eyes. Personally, I like the other vocalists better. Mostly because he has a nice little beard. <laughs> I can appreciate that. But yeah, this week he sold a lovely 13,087 points. And going on up, it's number seven with Sutenda by Correct. Oh, is that how or you say core, that? <laughs> core, core CT. I, I would yeah. just expect it's correct because it's I, Mortal Kombat yeah. has been on my mind for like the past week and a half uh, now. Th- okay, that makes sense. I, I saw it. I, I always thought it was like Core CT or something, but yeah, I was really confused. I'm like, Core CT. Yeah, because know, in in how they have right? it in the phonetic way for Japanese, it's correcto. So correct, probably. Mm, <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. I'll, I'll say the strangest thing about this listing is not the band name. It's the music video. It was really it's weird. But weird. I liked it. Although when I was watching it, I looked. He said, "I see that <laughs> yeah. <he's> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's just it's, he's in there. he's just in a over what? lab coat and no shirt on underneath, and the dude is covered in hair. I was like, golly, man, cover up." They are a net idol group making their first debut single. Sorry, I, I while while doing this, I'm rewatching the music video and just seeing him with the hair. Yeah, it's I just, mean it's just it's there. It's yep. staring at you. It's staring back at you as you watch it and you're like, oh God. This made me stop what I was doing. I was prepping for everything while watching videos, so I didn't fully watch him. This one made me stop in my yeah. tracks and look like 
Now, is that what I thought I saw? Oh my god, he has no shirt underneath. Look at all that hair. <laughs> he, he is super wow, hairy. He's hairy. But I really like this song. It's really good. I like his voice. I also love the girls in there. They're really yeah. You they click on it too. You click on I it like and like the this. like the opening of it. Like you really think it's going to be like a generic idol song where it's just all these girls and these cutesy voices. I mean, you look at them, you like you see it coming a mile away, and then the dudes start singing. And I'm like, wait a second, what in the world is going on here? Yeah, but it's it, it it's really good. Reaction. It's it a, a really surprise. good song. Just. It's weird, too, because they're in this doctor's office. All the girls are in nurses' uniforms. He's in a doctor's coat with no shirt on underneath. And they're dancing around him in weird, awkward poses. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. I, t I tell you this much. That guy has balls well, because he's, he's wearing no shirt and exposing his physical physique to the world. <laughs> yeah, and he's not, he's not yep. cut. Let's just put it that way. He has dad bod. That, but that's yeah, that's true. Dad bod's in. Does that mean I need to gain like 20 pounds or something? What's funny is, so with this idol group, it, you would think that they're doing a bubbly pop, but I love the fact that they are fairly mellowed. Yeah, they're pretty mellowed. So I don't mind that. It's pretty funny because it, it, it gives them something to work on this is their debut single so it gives them something to be like oh if they want to go radical they can now because this is going to be what it is this is their normal range so if they want to elevate and go higher or go lower or go to screamo or go to much more ballad whatever they can do they can mold that much more better now compared to if you're gonna always do the pops cutesy idol high yeah. pop stuff because for the most part, you can only go low. Well, this, you can actually do a bunch of range with that. So that's what I highly like about this song, mostly. I thought this was a fantastic debut, and I agree with you, because doing this, they have so many more options in front of them. I'll, I'll say their music video is very attention-grabbing, so... Yep, yep, you, yep. you won't forget them after you watch it, that I promise. Nope, you won't. This one stuck with me the most, probably because of the weirdness of the. Are you are you I saying like number two did not stick with you pretty hard? Okay, that's what oh, I thought. That one did <laughs> stick with me a lot, but I'm just saying this one really did stick with me too. This, I felt this week did have some outstanding, really good ones in it. Yeah, that were new, because we're gonna see a lot of repeaters. Yep, yep, yep. I'm happy to see some yeah. of these repeaters, but yeah. Sutanda. Stood a lovely, lovely 13,776 uh, points there. And going on up, it is number six with I'm Young with Mary Gold. Not surprised it's still on here because we're going to be talking about something else later on, but she's definitely the hot thing right now in Japan and she deserves it. She's very talented. I have a bold I prediction. This will be the last time we see Mary Gold on the list. And the next song we will proceed to see for the next year. Bold prediction. I'll take you up on that. How 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 long do you think it will be the next time we'll see Marigold? Uh, let's see. I, I think two weeks. <laughs> if not next week, two weeks. I think Haru no He will continue to be on the chart for one more week. But I think Marigold for me personally. Marigold is a much better song. Uh, I think it'll stay on for uh, a little bit I, longer. 
I think a couple weeks. Oh no, I think Heart of Heath's her best song. I I think it's going to I think it's going to overtake Marigold, and like I'll say it one month, and if I'm wrong, Ken, I will buy you a single. And, uh, any band have something from any band? Any band? Okay. <laughs> any band? Any band? No. Okay. okay. I'll take you up on that. Yes. And, and I'll do the same. I thank you. So one month. If Marigold <laughs> does not appear within one month. Yeah. Watch it be on here next week, and I'll be like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Watch it be on here next week, and we're both wrong. <laughs> I think it's going to be under... Yeah, if it is, week. it'll probably be on the lowers. It'll probably be like 10. Yes. It, oh, it's it's going to probably higher. be 10 or it's 9. Gonna, or I like mean, that. to be clear, the bet yeah, that's what I'm has to be top 10. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll, yeah, it'll probably be on the Oricon regardless, either way. Yeah. But yeah, we said our piece with Marigold. Amion has a very promising career with the next couple years now, so I'm looking forward to this very, very much so to see her grow as an artist. She's great. She is great. But yeah, this week Marigold sold a lovely 14,638 copies. And going on to Kyun 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 no Dashte, it is uh, yes. number five there. Yes. And Hinakazaka 46 and frick this song. I hate this song. Well, yeah, I hate it now because every time I hear Kodakumi's Lady Go, I hear freaking kyun, 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 and I'm like, I want to crush the song and wish I never heard it. <laughs> Just Because it is the same thing as Lady, Lady, Lady Go. Yeah, and I, I hear kyun, kyun, kyun it every freaking time. Thank you, Twitter. Yeah, thank you're you, Twitter. Anyway. <laughs> Gray and Twitter, thank you. Because I cannot listen to King King Kyun now because it ruined one of my favorite Kodakumi songs. I, I, I do what I can. Cannot unhear it. Song's still good. <laughs> no, it's not good. It's not good. It I will, I will really die on the hill. <laughs> defending that song? Or just defending in general? Just defending in general. <laughs> Well, <laughs> okay. I mean, we we said our yeah, we've said a piece. Our, we we said our piece with this, and it's yep. it's all right. I mean, I'm freaking, I'm so mad at Renford. I called him out on the a couple days ago about that. It's like, how dare you turn on me and take Gray's side? <laughs> the betrayal yeah. runs deep. Yeah, but yeah, this week it it sold a lovely seventeen thousand eight hundred twenty four points. And going on up, it yes. is How Do No He by Anyong. Sorry, every single every single time Anyong. I just have to say it like that, no matter what. It even it, it gets to that point that even if I'm talking to her in regular fashion to other people, I go, oh yeah, I love this person, and Anyong. <laughs> and they go, why do you intentionally put your pitch higher than everything else for that particular artist? I'm like, I don't know. Do you not? You're seeing it wrong. Do you not? For I'm young. I'm young. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah. You know, how to know he? We've covered the song to death the 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 coming weeks. So, sounds great. What? Yeah, I was gonna say. So, what do you personally do guys think about he. this song? Now that it's fully out there, we've listened to the music video a bunch of times now. I mean, I still really, really like it, but Marigold is my favorite song. Well, this is probably one see. I think I like this favorite. a little bit more than Marigold, just a little bit. 
I don't know. It's, it's tough. They're, they're they're right neck and neck. But I, I think I like Haranohi just a little bit more than Marigold. I think it's a prettier song. Like, Marigold's catchier, but Haranohi is prettier. So it's like, like you, you get you got to... How do you prioritize the thing? So, so uh, I, I I like the song a little bit more. This is a little prettier. You know, it's it's funny because she she has amazing vocals, and that's that's one thing that I really really do like about her. And both Marigold and Haruhonohi put that to the freaking T, which I just love, mm-hmm. and it. It gives me something to look forward to now that, you know, she's going to be the new thing. She is. It's, it's like, give her maybe a year or two more about, give her a year or two more under her belt about this music stuff. And if she's still on the top, she can probably pull ahead as the breakout artist for this generation, for Rewa. Because, you know, with Heisei and their running gags of many, many different vocalists there, you know, with with this new generation, I think I'm young can lead that charge. Mm-hmm. I think it'll so be too, interesting so. to see what happens. It will be. I, I look forward to it yes. all so much. But yeah, how do know he sold a lovely twenty nine thousand one hundred and forty five points? And going on up, it is number three with Ichirin Soul by the future herself. Yamamoto Sayaka. It's it's too bad that uh, Renfro wasn't wasn't here. He would understand this because when she debuted in NMB, she was propped up as the future for this idol business. That's why we call her we call her the future because of that. Well, I I mean I I, I will say I really really like the song and like so. Earlier when I said, like, I, I there was an artist I was listening to that I was saving for Oricon. She was it. Like, I heard this song and loved it. And I listened to all three of the songs on the single. And I went back and listened to her first album. And, uh, or not first album, her second album. And I really, really like, like, I'm not uber familiar with her 48 Days. Because I, I, I was just late to that party. I think she graduated shortly after we started the show, if I remember correctly. No, she graduated this past year. Oh. Mm-hmm. I remember the last NMB song. Oh, okay. But I, I really, really like this. So I think she's got a good solo career ahead of herself. Like, she's standing on her own and doing a good job. So I didn't really listen to much of her music. Being honest, I knew who she was. I knew what group she was in. I really, really like this song. It impressed me a lot. So much that I watched several live performances of it. And I want to hear more from her. Although there's a Yamamoto Sayaka I like by the same name. Who is in the group Dream. (laughs) And Ken, you probably know who I'm talking about. So when I saw, luckily they have different kanji, so it you well, know, differentiates it, it doesn't it. really help because it's like a basic ass name in Japan. It's like saying Rachel, Rachel mm-hmm. Smith or something like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's so basic. That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's very true. But I really like the song, and I wouldn't mind hearing more of her music. It impressed me. Check out her check out her song Joker. 
the full song of the full version of that is on YouTube. It's really, really good. I'll have to check that out then, because I, I I find this I found the song very enjoyable. I really liked her voice. I liked the guitar with it. It was a very very relaxing song. Yeah, and you know this is her first time that she's doing stuff by herself without any support for the eight KB, you work so to speak. Because her first two solo albums they were technically still under AKB. They were all written by Akimoto and stuff like that. So. This is the first time that she's really branching out on her own and making a stand that, you know, she's she's serious about this solo career. And it's a great start. I look forward to it, you know. She's she has a very good future and I know that for a fact she has that appeal for a certain crowd that is gonna be very popular. Knowing the type of music that she already does, I've already know that she's going to do very, very well. Oh, I, oh yeah. I'm eager to see what more well. she has to offer. I mean, because another another thing is though, she she is kind of a a very Yui like person because she does the guitar thing very, very well. Yes. So it's it's very very interesting to see what she's gonna mm-hmm. evolve from because if she's gonna be like that, then I don't know what she's gonna do next. It'll be very very interesting. Mm-hmm. So her doing this solo stuff will give her time to branch out from what she's mostly known for, which is this kind of rock, light rock yeah. pop thing, like a like a thing, pop so. rock sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what she's going to do after this, if she's going to evolve her music or if her sound is going to sound fairly the same. Which, you know, I mean, I understand with Ichirin So is pretty good regardless, but it's still her style. I would have I would have wanted her to, to wipe the board completely from her last couple of releases and just do something totally different, but that's just me. Mostly because... The stigma of her being still in 48 is still there. It's within the last six months. Yeah, but if she did so. something completely different, wouldn't you? Wouldn't she alienate some of her fans from her 48 days? Well, this is to stand just for my part. It's saying that, you know, I'm not the same person that I was when I was with 48. I yeah. am going to do something that I wanted to do for the longest time. And that's what I think. And that's the reason why she graduated. For the most part, she didn't want to conformulize to the 48, 48 style. She wanted to do something that is her own. Making sense. That That's what I personally believe. If you're going to stand... I mean, it's fine if you're going to do something fairly similar to what you've been always doing to garner that fans that you're going to do something the same. But a re-debut is something to do to wipe the board clean so to speak and the fact that universal is putting all that money on her is freaking ridiculous she has a gibson guitar and those things don't come cheap man no they do not they are super expensive so but but that that's just me like like i said she could change with her second one but i i wish that she could have done something a little bit more radical but yeah regardless she did sell well with 35,251 points there. And going on up, it is number two with Brand New Parade by Gang Parade. So, Luna, 
me and you just love, 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 love this group all so much. Oh, I agree. And this was a great major debut as... I don't know if everyone remembers a while ago we had an article that this was going to be their major debut. They knocked it out of the park. I still love them and I cannot wait to see more where they go with this. I I I think the reason I love Gang Parade so much is their uniqueness and I love the girl, the blonde girl with the blonde hair. She still has her little mohawkish going and how to describe it her I don't know what that hairstyle is called. Her little, her shaven style, but yeah. she, she grew out her hair now. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I love that it's kind of like the form it's in. And each of these members have this unique look with them along with vocals. And they still have the same powerful vocals. And this, this one kind of came with more of like a drama with their song, which I did really like. I mean, New Gang Parade was, it, they showed us, hey, we're still here. We're still doing it, even though we went major. And I loved it. What would yeah, you think? Great. Of this? I want to hear your your thoughts of this because this is kind of your first exposure with yeah. them. Well, first that I remember. First yeah. off, let's just get this out of the way. Strangest music video of the week. And if you're watching, if you're not watching the seven minute music video, you're you're doing it wrong. So let's get that out of the way. But the song is really really good. It, it kind of reminds me of like punk rock meets idol sort of feel or alternative rock meets idol sort of feel to it. If you like Bish, I think you'll like Gang Parade. They're, they're kind of similar. And I mean, I, I, I it's, really, it's, really liked it. It's it's funny because it's the same production music production team that does both Bish and Gang Parade. Yeah, it's fun so with me. Like, the, the very least. Keep kirking out the good music, that, guys. You're doing that, good. That isn't, that isn't intentional or that's fairly intentional there. That they sound fairly similar. Yeah, like I, I like I was like, oh, this is like bish. Yeah, more please. Like I really, really liked it, and uh, like I, I downloaded it while I was listening to it. Yeah, I, I would say it's song of the week. I don't know, it's hard. There's like two or three vying for that spot. It's good. It's really good. Uh, not shocked. It's number two, and I. I, I actually want to listen to more of their music because I really, really liked that. So I'm, I'm going to go back and try to listen to like some of their older stuff as the week goes. Like I, They were really good. They were really, really good. I liked it a lot. Dopes, awesome. So I really, really like this song. And this is a good major debut to be like, you know, hey, we are different. We are making a stand from the typical idol community. And, you know, their song Gang, Gang too and stuff like that, it's fairly similar in theme that, you know, we are going to send out from the usual idol crew, which I just love. You know, I, I'm looking forward to this, this group's pr- major debut and if they can continue that wave of, you know, breaking what what idol actually means. So... Mm-hmm. All, all the praises in the world for them. Yes, I'm complete, completely with you on there. I'm excited for what they're going to bring to us in the future. Yep. And it sold a lovely 43,644 copies. Once again, number two on a re- major debut is... That's good. ...is amazing. That's great. So... 
But yeah. Going on up to number one, it is Otana Survival by Last Idol, the group of Akimoto's brainchild there. So, I mean, you've been the idol guy now. What do you think, Ray? <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was outstanding. It did great. I, I was expecting it to be a little cutesy, and it really isn't. It is standard idol fare. I'm not going to say it's not. But what they do, they do real well, and I really, really liked it. It's got a good hook on it and everything. It gave me vibes of synchronicity. Like yeah. It's a good, good regular idol song, and I don't mind that. I mean, I'm not going to go out and buy it, but I'll, the only reason why I would purchase it, in my personal opinion, is the the reason that all the members of Last Idol are in this this particular single. So that's pretty impressive because Last Idol is meant to be like the uh, the American Idol version where only certain members are able to participate on the single and they suck them off that like that. Yeah. So this is a pretty monumental thing mm-hmm. for them to be like, hey, we're going to get into the game. We can do it just as well as 48 and 46 can do with all of us together. So it's interesting to see this. But I, I personally, I liked what they have been doing originally because i do like that sect off feeling that you you get to see people who rotate in on depending on their vocals yeah no i like as i listened to it i went and grabbed it i'm like oh no this is mine come here (laughs) so yeah it's great it's on apple music if you're interested and yeah no I, i i i really really like this and so I thought it was okay. I actually like this one better mm. than some of the other ones because I'm so picky on Last mm. Idol, as you know. Yeah, because like some of I, them, I, their works are really good. Some of them are all right. It's typical Idol fare. Like, mm-hmm. like honestly, my favorite song by them is "Everything Will Be Alright" because there are two girls in that particular song that vocals are freaking amazing. I was to say no. I I agree because there's some I really like, but the funny thing is, is I can't recall them because it's been a while since I feel like we've seen one. This one, I agree with you on synchronicity. It gave me that vibe as well, especially with their dancing and the coordination in a video, and also how they had, you know, how I guess how their singing was as well. Because I couldn't put my finger on it as I was watching it. I'm like, it reminds me of something. I can't pinpoint what song, but it sounds like another idol song. So for me, it was okay. It was better than some of the other ones I've liked in the past, but it also feels like a typical idol song as well. No, no, no. I, I completely agree. Like I said, it, it feels like you heard it before, but you can't place your finger on it. That's that's why like, I originally mm-hmm. thought, oh, man, this is like the same person that did um, Synchronicity. I did a little dig in it isn't, but mm-hmm. it's, it, it's interesting to say the least, though. Though the hey, hey, hey's are going to get into my mind, though. But yeah, Otuna Survival. I mean, it didn't reach the mark that I would think of an Akimoto thing is, but this is their first time that they're going to be like, they have every one of them. So it only sold 73,898 copies. This is the first time I've seen in a long time that a single didn't break 100. So it's interesting to say the least. But let's go on to the album side real fast. And now I understand why that it didn't break (laughs) 100,000. And that is because (laughs) Nogizaka's new album came out the same week. And it 
killed everything. How could I forget? I bought I bought this I bought that album and I I haven't had a chance to listen to it. Forty three thousand cabbies. Oh yeah, it murdered every single thing. Although BTS came in pretty dang. Yeah, two hundred seventy cabbies, man. That's yeah, that like seeing these two as the highest sellers is insane. Oh, and don't forget, Fragment also came out of Aoi Eru's uh, fame there, too, so. Yes, I, st- I want to pick it up, but um, I just, I need to allocate my <laughs> money correctly. I really want it, because I want the t-shirt edition. And then, Ed, uh, Eddie Leo, Leo Eddie's uh, duo album came out as well, which I also would like to get a oh, copy yeah, of. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that, too. I was just like, hmm. Mm, that looks really good too. <laughs> mhm, because I really like her. A lot of good things on album side also came out too. So, back number with Magic mm-hmm. is still on there yeah, too. Yeah, looking now. at it. Yeah, they've been hanging on for yeah, a few weeks. Still kicking butt. But yeah, I want to say thank you very, very much to listening to this week's Ongakadu. You can find us at Twitter and Instagram at Ongakadu. You can find the site at ongakadu.com. You can find our two affiliates, Koryu Hunter. He is a Japanese Twitch streamer in his own right. And also, happy belated birthday, by the way, bro. You can find him at twitch.tv slash Hunter. K-Y-O-R-Y-U-H-U-N-T-E-R. You can also follow our other affiliate, TimberTaff. He is a Twitch streamer in his own right, doing the lovely Dark Souls now. I think he was finally finished with... Uh, Octopath Traveler, which took him like several months. I think he was starting that when we were doing Potosaurus. Yeah, he was doing it when you guys were doing Potosaurus, like right when you started. But that's a long game. It it, it takes forever to get through it. So yeah, so you can find him at TimberTaff, Twitch.tv slash TimberTaff, T I M B E R T A F T, and you can find me on Twitter at O T Y Can One. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at Ongaku Gray on Twitter, where I post about the stuff I'm listening to. And you, Luna? You can find me at LunaMaria87 on Twitter and NerdyCollectorLuna on Instagram. But yeah, I want to thank you guys once again for listening to this week's episode of Ongaku DU. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. Thank you very much for listening to today's episode. This is Luna saying have a great rest of your week. Jamatane. And this is Grace, and everyone will see you next time.